0: Hey, everybody, you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. This is Tony Woodall with Motivated Action Group and Goal Getting Podcast out of the San Francisco Bay Area.
1: Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J., Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now, here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams Amy J.
2: Dream Chasers, this is Amy J. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 195 of Chasing Dreams. Before we get ahead of ourselves, guys, here is a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of Chasing Dreams is sponsored by our 2019 Fundathon supporters. Fundathon is our fundraising efforts to keep this show on the air till March 2020. To do that, we need to raise $13,000 and we're on our way, but we still need your help. If you'd like to donate, please visit amyj21.com slash donate. And Dream Chasers, two things I want to remind you of, whether it's for us or another charity or cause you want to support. One, it's not the size of the donation that matters. So if you can't donate a lot, think nothing of it. Know that I appreciate the $12 donations just as much as the other donations, because I know that's your lunch money. That's your money to go see a movie or go out. So regardless of how much money you can give, your donation is important, and I thank you for your generosity. And two, please don't wait for someone else to help out. You can't control the actions of others, only your own. We can't reach the goal without your help. Again, if you'd like to support us, please visit amyj21.com donate. And to all those who have donated so far, thank you. Guys, can you believe it? We are five episodes away from 200. That is miraculous. When I first started this podcast, I didn't think we'd get to a hundred, let alone one ninety-five. This is mind-boggling to me. And you know, who better to kick it off for one ninety-five than an old friend, a past guest, a dream chaser that you guys should be watching out for, Tony Woodall. Tony was back on episode eighteen, so very early stages when I'm first figuring things out. Back in 2015 was the end of the year, uh, December seventh, 2015. And Tony has come such a long way, has done so many things in the past three and a half, close to four years. From the chauffeur seat to the C-suite, Tony uses his goal-getting program to go from 50 to 32 in waist size to age-wise in better shape than his 30s, achieving his goals and helping his clients do the same. Coach, speaker, consultant, and author of Nine Steps to Successful Goal Achievement, Tony proves you're never too old to achieve your goals and dreams. The host of the Goal Getting Podcast has inspired and helped people reach their high performance goals. He's worked with realtors, lenders, bankers, and other corporations to reach their potential and beyond. And guys, he's not just talking the talk. He is walking the walk. His transformation these past four years is inspirational. I I was trying to find the right word, but that, it's inspirational. So, We had a great conversation. We caught up with one another and it is a joy to talk to him. And I hope you guys enjoy it, too. So here it is. Hey, Tony, welcome back to the show.
0: Hey, Amy. Thank you so much for having me back. So
2: does it feel like riding a bicycle coming back on here?
0: It it does. Yeah, it's uh, always good when you're having a good time with friends to meet with them and talk. And thank goodness for technology. You can do that. Uh, you can sit and talk and see each other. Yeah. So, you know, it's amazing to be able to do that. And I can talk about technology because I've been around when there wasn't any. and <laughs> uh, well, Maybe not any, but uh, not anything like it is today.
2: It's been over three years, close to four. Almost since, four. Almost four since we've last checked in with you. And, yep. you know, I thought I've seen your journey. Some of the audience may have seen it as they followed you um, uh-huh. on social media and I've seen your journey and you have had a tremendous break since we've last spoke. I mean, we've had a lot going on. Before we go into the deep dive of what you've done, can you summarize some of the more most important to you uh, things that have happened? Highlights.
0: Highlights. Well, I have um, I think the biggest thing is the big weight loss. So we can, we'll talk about that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've lost. Uh, from one, being as high as 300 pounds, and on a short guy, that's a lot, and now down to 185 pounds. Uh, So that's something that I made a decision last year. Thank you very much that I made a decision last year and a commitment to myself and my life to be able to finally get over that uh, challenge that I've had for many years. Uh, I'm starting a new uh, consulting and coaching business Working with clients to help them achieve their high performance goals as well, uh, businesses as well as individuals, and I'm just enjoying life. I've got uh, a new girlfriend that I'm uh, enjoying being around, and uh, you know, wanting to do more.
2: That's awesome. And guys, his weight loss is significant, yes. Um, but also, I what I've noticed, Tony, is you seem happier.
0: That, that's that's a big plus. Yes, I yeah. mean. To be able to achieve goals always, you know, makes you happy. And like I said, this was one of my big life goals that I had um, that I'd fought for 30 years of being overweight, and never being able to do it. Uh, finally made that decision. And I just feel I'm in better shape now than I was when I was 30. Um, you know, so and I feel happy. I'm, my life's in the right direction. I'm feeling, you know, as you get into your um Third chapter of your life, as they say, you start thinking about things a little differently, and uh, so I made a conscious decision to be happier. Uh, And you know, there's not a; it's a matter of just being and choosing to do so.
2: Well, good for you. And so, let me ask you because uh, you know, uh, myself included, and others have tried probably to lose weight, right? And we Mm -hmm. efforts have been made. It's not for the lack of effort or trying, but. Have you previously made attempts to lose weight and not succeeded, or was this the first time you kind of buckled down and were like, Hey, this is gonna, we're doing it. But well, what was different about this effort for you?
0: I think the main thing that is different is I decided to make a commitment with myself. I teach goal achievement, goal mm-hmm. setting, and in this particular uh, goal that I had, I mean, I Always love eating. I like food. My weaknesses are breads and pastries and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, when I hit the scale at three hundred pounds when I was younger, and I said, "Oh my God, I got to do something about this," but I never did. You know, I'd still eat. I'd still do what I needed to do to keep that weight on and not take care of myself. Sure. I, I was working on goals and achieving my business and. Uh, career goals and things like that, but I wasn't focusing on my body, which you need to be able to be um, healthy. And I finally, you know, become a type two diabetic. I was spending money on all the medicines that I had to take for high blood pressure and insulin and all that. And then as I got older, you know, last year, as I mentioned, it was uh, my 60th birthday. Um, And I said, you know, I want to be around a lot longer. So I just made a conscious decision. Actually, part of the training that we teach uh, in my program is, you know, writing a commitment letter or a promissory note to yourself. It's something that you're going to uh, keep track of. And, you know, you're, and we're all honest people, most of us, and we want to, you know, pay ourselves and our bills on time. So I just basically created a promissory note, made a commitment, with myself that, Hey, this is, this is the year I got to do it. I want, I want to get off this medicine. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to take that money and spend it traveling, doing things that I like to do. So I just got tired of being a stress eater. I got tired of letting things like that control me. And so I made that decision that I was going to do that. I was going to work out. I was going to, you know, go out and play and have fun, do things that I enjoy and I did. So I just started doing that. And, you know, it was just, I think, you know, when you make that and you find your why, what you want to do, regardless of what it is, I'm very stubborn as um, I've had in uh, several times, you know, I don't like spending money sometimes on frivolous things. Sure. I, you know, I've had some financial problems in the past. So if I can get away from that, then I would rather, you know, not. So I just made a commitment that, this has got to be the year because I want to live longer. I want to be healthier. And I wanted to be where I was when I was 30 years old, you know, or before uh, I wanted to be healthy and be able to be active. Sure. And, and so I made that, I just made a conscious decision, wrote a promissory note that I was going to do this and, you know, signed it just like I was signing it for a mortgage sure. or for a home or whatever. And uh, then I started tracking my goal, tracking what I was going to do, defining what I had to do to get there. I mean, we all know what we need to do. And I call it my L&M diet, eat less and exercise more. That's really the basis of it. You Mm -hmm. have to eat less, you have to exercise or, you know, get enough, burn more calories than you take in. So you start, you know, with that. And I started doing that, eating less and, you know, overcoming those uh, bad habits that I did. I talk about um, a lot of time. You know, I used to have a tank, I tamed my tiger, is what I call it. Every afternoon, I'd get up and I'd be stressed out and I'd go on the prowl for something and mm. usually walk around the building until I, we have this place around the corner from our office that I was at. And I said, I'm going to stop prowling for stuff so I, instead of walking around the office and buying a cinnamon roll or a couple cookies to make myself feel better i just kept walking and started walking around the block and it's changing enjoying. yeah just kept going and making it where i was getting been burning calories as opposed to taking them in so uh, the bay area san francisco has great uh, streets for walking mm-hmm. uh, it's it's interesting you can meet and see a lot of people plus you have a lot of hills which right helps you burn that calories more, and it's just a great place to walk uh, around. So I started doing urban hiking and hiking the great hills within Mm -hmm. the Bay Area.
2: So can I ask a question? Because a lot of people uh, probably have said, you know, I thought I made a commitment to myself. I, Mm -hmm. too, have done that, but I wasn't successful. As you were doing, you wrote yourself a promissory note. Did you find there were moments or times or situations where you backslid, or were you was it a hundred
0: percent success? Uh, no it's definitely not a hundred percent success well no I mean, it was a hundred percent success
2: right or hundred percent easy, I guess
0: yeah and the thing is you know one of the things that you have to do and that I had to do is yeah, I still like to eat certain things every now and then but in the past I would eat a lot of certain things and I would do things you know drink a lot more alcohol than I did do now, but, you know, I drink ones with high calories and things like that, but, but essentially I tried to never deprive myself, my body, my mind wanted some of that a lot of times. So what, so what I did is if I really felt like I needed it, if that was that I would take a bite, I would eat one and that was it. You know, as long as you take and expend those calories by exercising more, doing more workouts, you know, as long as you're burning more, it doesn't matter if you take in a little bit. But I didn't sit down and eat a box of donuts. <laughs> you know, uh, I would, which I've done before. I uh, would eat. Yeah, I'd see a donut. You know, somebody would bring donuts in, and you know, yeah, you walk by. And, okay, I had to have a donut or half a donut. You know, just so I could get that taste in there. I'm not saying it's going to be easy because there were days that I wanted to eat a box of donuts. Hmm. Um, you know, and but I didn't do it. So, and I cut back on my favorite foods, which are pastas and breads and things like that. I quit eating those. I, you know, I would eat fruits and uh, I would not eat anything, you know, as part of my meal. Again, every now and then I would have something to, you know, if I need it, I'm not going to deprive myself. I'd take a bite of it or two and, you know, just so I could have that in the taste and then I'd go about it. But I decided I wasn't going to let it, control me and, you know, have to go eat that. If I do it, I eh, okay, I'm going
2: to try a bite of it. So w- so when you were faced with temptation, when you were in that moment, because I think that's the part, um, sometimes just sheer will doesn't isn't enough. Yeah. Uh, so you, you just didn't deprive yourself of it? You just took a smaller well, I didn't, portion?
0: I, I took a smaller portion or just okay. took a bite. And the thing that you do when the problem that we have is, you know, if we get to that point where we feel like, oh, I just got to have it, and then we eat it, then you feel bad, and you start that stress. You start feeling yeah. bad that oh, I mean, I messed up. I backslid. I screwed up. I, I wasted it all this time, and I wasted it that whole time. Well, you haven't really. Again, it's all about eating less and exercising more, mm-hmm. burning more calories than you take in. If you want it, that's fine. And again, don't pig out. You know, don't eat a box of donuts or a whole pizza. Right. Which again, I've done that before too. Um, what you wanted to taste it, you know, so. Yeah try a piece but again just realize yeah i'm going to have some i'm not going to die by eating an extra 150 calorie slice of pizza i just have to maybe work out 10 or 15 20 minutes more or longer it's not that i'm trying to get uh, and you know the thing with setting the goals is that you i had you know almost 200 pounds to lose by the time i started last year and uh, it uh not 200 pounds, but 165, a hundred pounds or so. But the point is I had to give myself the right amount of time, the realistic amount of time that I knew based on what I was going to do. Mm -hmm. It would take me a year to do what I wanted to do with the time that I had available to work out as many hours as I needed, you know, and allowing myself the freedom to, you know, occasionally have a slice of pizza or whatever I wanted. So
2: so it sounds like you you had a plan and you you worked at it and if there was a moment of temptation or a backslide, if you, whatever you want to call it, you faced it, you acknowledged it, and you addressed mm-hmm. it, but you didn't allow the backslide to continue. You just kind of kept it to a reasonable right. control, and then yeah. we're like, all right, well, it is what it is. We got to keep going because we still have yeah. this plan.
0: Yeah, and again, I, I didn't beat myself up for it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, because I and I knew I would do it at one point in time. I'm going to have something that I want because I like to eat those particular items. Uh, so I would eat it. Like I said I wouldn't eat a lot of it, but I would have you know some. And like I said, and then I know I've got to work a little bit longer, or it may take me a day or two longer to get to where I want to be in sure. uh, my goal. But uh, you know, I set my goal for the end of December that I would reach to 185 pounds. Uh, and I started at close to 250 uh, on there. So I made my decision at that point to you know, not let it bother me if I ate something.
2: What would you say is the correlation between, because y- you've said, and I've noticed that you seem happier as you've lost the weight. I don't know if it's the weight loss that triggered it, but what would you say, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, what would you say is the correlation between you chasing this goal and your happiness or how you feel about yourself. Did that change? Did you notice something?
0: Oh, absolutely. It mm-hmm. uh, you know, every time I achieved a little bit, every time I got to, you know, my weekly goal or whatever it was that I was hoping or planning to have by that week, I wanted to get down to a certain weight. Um, when I accomplished that, I mean, I just felt great. I, 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 everything was a goal a little bit, you know, it was movement, it was growth, it was progress. And that's one of our ultimate needs that we have is the ability to grow and to have progress yeah. in what we need. So as long as you're moving forward, it's a good thing. So it's, yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm accomplishing this goal. You know, I'm doing this every day uh, and I'm doing something to achieve this goal that I have. This was my main goal last year to reach this goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, um, You know, being able to achieve a little bit every, you know, little amount that I did was a positive. So, you know, as part of our program, I teach that I used it myself. I I rewarded myself for that. You know, I would do something that made me feel good, you know, after that and and it may have been having a little bit of snack that I I let go, but uh, I always achieved that and it, it just made me feel it. Yes, I'm getting there. And as I started my pants started getting baggy. I had to get to a point where I would put on my belt and cinch it so they would stay and I could actually, you know, open it up and look down and,
2: you, you see know, oh my go. gosh. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, uh, I got to a point where, you know, I had to buy a couple new clothes cause I couldn't wear my pants anymore. I was afraid that if I went to the airport and I had to take my belt off, uh, my pants would fall on the floor, which they <laughs> would, they would have, uh, luckily i didn't travel during that time but <laughs> um, you know i had to hold them up but it's just the ability to see that oh wow it's actually working and i'm doing right. things and, uh, uh, and now I now have a completely different closet all of my clothes i had to give away to charity um you know
2: that's so. awesome congratulations again on, on on that goal and so as someone who's been on the show you've created a goal you've reached the goal right mm-hmm. um you know I'm one that's always oh, i'm a proponent of it's about the journey not necessarily the end goal that's important yep. right you know kind of seeing the daisies as you walk it down this journey now that you've reached the goal what now i mean what that, and people often wonder yeah. like all right i've reached the top now now uh-huh. what now what isn't yeah. this i thought it would take longer or i thought this would be different how i felt what yeah. now for you what does that mean
0: Well, I have a lot more goals. Actually, my ultimate goal for weight is 170 pounds. So I've, you know, I set by the end of the year to 185. That was what I weighed uh, when I was 30 years old, what I felt I was in my prime. And uh, so I said, I want to get below that. So my ultimate goal is 170 pounds. Um, You know, and another goal that I set, you know, I really feel amazing that I can do things. I mean, I started running as a byproduct of all this i'd never run before in my life other than what uncle sam Sam made me do um but uh, we have a a jp morgan chase corporate challenge that Mm -hmm. i've run for the last four years and i've always done a walk run and last year i was had reached almost reached my goal weight and i said okay i'm going to try to run this entire 5k three and a half miles
2: without Uh, practice
0: Without practice. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to run the whole, I've walked, I've I walked 10, 15 miles sometimes. Right. Uh, so it's not a big thing, but I said, I'm going to try to run the entire way and I've run some walked some, you know, in the past three years uh, this year, I said, or last year, I said, I'm going to run the entire thing. So I started out and I ran the entire three and a half miles, very slow, uh, but I that's ran it. the entire thing. That's I that's completed it. it. And I go, wow. Okay, good. I did it. And that's the thing. Once you realize, Oh, I can do that you know, things change for you. Uh, that was September, you know, in October, I went up to Portland, Oregon for a conference and I went out to just walk around after the conference to get some fresh air and feel better. And I go, I wonder if I could do that again instead of walking. So I started running and I said, I want to see if I can beat my time. Cause I had actually ran slower than I did my walk runs in the past. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I said, let's see if I can beat this, you know, for the three and a half miles. So I started running and three and a half miles came and I was doing very well. And I thought I was pretty sure I beat the time, but I said, I don't feel like stopping. Um, you don't so feel I like stopping? Up, I didn't feel like stopping. I was feeling good. And so I ended up running four and a half miles that night. Oh,
2: my gosh. Um,
0: and I go, wow, that's pretty good. And uh, so I went home and the next morning I was a little sore. Um, so that evening I went out and ran again and I said, okay, I did four and a half. Let's see what I can do today. <laughs> I ended up doing over seven miles, almost eight miles that next day. And I'm going, I've never run eight miles before. You've become <laughs> you know? a runner. And uh, yeah, and then the next, I did a total of 20 miles while I was there in three days time. Um, I did 20 miles, which I have never run that. So anyway, I started. That. So I made a thing and I my daughter was uh, doing trail running. I said, I've never run trails. So I signed up for a 20K trail run um, in December you know, a couple of months later, and I did my first 20K trail run, uh, which I've never done 20K, period. Um, so I did that. Uh, didn't run the whole way of that. It was my first one and developed some knee problems during it, but I had gotten ran halfway, and wow. then I walked the rest of it I finished it. So And since then, I've run multiple 10K distances, and I've actually run 10 miles straight, um, and, and I keep – improving my personal record every time I run, which is key for me. I just try to run faster every time. Uh, so, yeah, I'm kind of a runner now, and uh, and I enjoy it, which I've never done before. So I've started doing that. My So now my goal is to finally, you know, by the end of the year, I hope to run a half marathon, Wow! and then eventually next year maybe a marathon.
2: So really what, is, what sounds like is as you were ch- chasing this one dream of losing <laughs> weight, uh, you, you developed an interest in something else and now you're, you have another related different, but yep. a new one.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you're
2: just on another journey now.
0: Exactly. I'm on another so journey.
2: Would you say that it's safe to say, you know, goals and uh, dream chasing and whatever is an ongoing process? The end is oh, not necessarily yeah, absolutely.
0: the end. Oh no. Once, and you never, at least my belief is, I will never stop creating new goals and mm-hmm. things like that. I always do something and I have a goal for it, but even on my health, you know, I'm, Doing the running is something that's new. I'm trying to do that. Trying to improve that. Uh, I'm also trying to get back where I can in stretching, where my body will be as limber as it used to be. Uh, one of my goals. Uh, I used to do martial arts. I was a fifth degree black belt and could, was very flexible. I used to be able to do full splits and lay my. Wow. You know, stomach on the ground, not there yet, but I'm starting to work on it. I'm stretching more. And I used to be able to roll back and lay my knees beside my ears on the ground. (laughs) And I said, I'm going to do that again. Uh, And I'm almost there. I've actually, you know, I could actually show you here, but I'm not in the right clothes for it, but um, I'm almost, I'm, I'm down to where they're at least by my ears, but not touching the ground yet. And then my ultimate goal, I decided I feel really good. I said I want to do a standing backflip, so that's another what? one of it's another one of my goals this year is to do a standing backflip. So that's part of the stretching is I want to get to where I don't kill myself.
2: One good idea. Please uh, don't kill yourself uh, by doing that. But um, and for for at least unlike the running, uh, building up to it, you know that's it's probably a smart thing. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds like you know as you're doing this, as you're coming up with these things. You're enjoying the journey.
0: Oh, love it. I mean, just just to be able to say that I did that, you mm-hmm. know, I've bested my personal. And just, you know, I talk about it on social media. I had one time when I was at 300 pounds and uh, I had a 50 inch waist, um, 50 inches. I used to wear a 4X uh, smock when I worked at a grocery store mm-hmm. uh, part time. I now had, I, I went, when I had to buy all new clothes, I went and bought jeans. I uh, now wear a size 32-inch waist, uh, which I don't think I ever wore 32 since ki- I was a kid. Not but, not uh, a but, yeah, 32-inch waist, and uh, I love not every not minute of it. Um, you know, So, uh, yeah, I, I just keep – you know, I, I want to get healthier. I want to be in a, a high-performance, not an athlete, but uh, I want to just keep being something that I've never sure. been before. I, I'm now doing stuff that I – even when I was at my peak as a 30-year-old – uh, I never did before. So.
2: so are you off the medicine?
0: Sadly, no. Okay. <laughs> but I'm very close. I'm very okay. close. Still there, but very close.
2: Yeah. Well, that's fantastic, uh, though, that you're on yeah. your way to being pulled off of it, you know, yeah. with time. But that
0: I have actually been pulled off some of it. So I've got off half of it, but I've still but got a couple.
2: That's amazing that, you know, yeah. doing this exercise has gotten you off of some of this medicine. You're on your way <laughs> to get all of them off. But, yeah. you know, that, you know, the one thing that I think for people, we often forget is it's the joy of the journey. But the other thing we forget is by doing this for ourselves, this isn't the only positive thing that can come out of it. Have you noticed uh, any changes in other aspects of your life as a result of you chasing these goals and dreams?
0: Uh, Yeah, I think, you know, it's given me uh, the realization that I can do what I set out to do. Mm. It's you know, so I, I don't. I, I used to settle because, oh, I'm, I'm fat and I'm overweight and I, I can't do it. I can't change anything. Well, I can. I can do stuff now that I couldn't do before. So I have the ability to do whatever I set my mind to, which is why I decided to start coaching and helping other people. But, you know, I, I know that you have the ability to achieve whatever you want if you put your mind to it, if you make a commitment to do that, you can do it. And it has helped me in. Every aspect of my life, including including getting, you know, back into relationships. You know, I went through a divorce since our last time we talked. That uh, had a great effect on me. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm back where I feel comfortable uh, being back in relationships again. So, um, and I'm in a great one now. So it's it's one of those things where it just gives you the right mentality to, hey, I want to do this. Let me try it. And let me do it and see if I can, uh, you know. I may fail a couple of times along the way, but at least I try.
2: Absolutely. And guys, if you're listening to this, as you should be, you know, take that as an example. You know, you chasing your dream, whatever the dream is, doesn't affect just that one aspect of your life. You'll find ripple effects of it throughout the different things, professionally, personally, health-wise, all of these things play within each other. They all are interconnected. And we don't often realize that, but that's why... I and Tony encourage you guys to chase your mm-hmm. dreams. It's so important yeah. for your mental health because that affects everything else. I mean, we, yeah, we just e- got e- even
0: that. small dreams cuz mm-hmm. the more that you when you accomplish one of them you go, "Oh, I can do that. I can do something positive." Mm-hmm. And that was a big part of me making that commitment last year. Uh, nowadays, you know, I recommend people say, "Well, you know, I have morning rituals that I follow every day and one of the things that I do in my morning ritual I've heard many people talk about is when I get up in the morning first thing I do is make my bed and they go why do you make your bed you know Mm -hmm. because it's a positive thing that I do every day that the first thing I do is I accomplish something and I've made my bed and then I also when I come home at night and I'm tired and ready to go to bed I have a nice well-made bed that I can now get into uh, instead of a mess so it's just little things make you feel better when you accomplish one dream one goal then you just makes it easier to realize that i can do that
2: i'm glad you said that because i think sometimes we're so caught up in big dreams you know mm. the, the, the 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 higher the star the better the dream to chase and it's yeah. it's not that that's not true but i think we oftentimes are so focused on getting higher further faster that we forget we can aim just mm. out of reach we're not i'm not saying Set yourself up for only things you can attain. Right. You know, always aim high, aim a little higher than you can reach, but it doesn't have to be within the Milky Way.
0: Right. Well, and even if it is, do things that are smaller.
2: Yeah. In addition. You know, as well,
0: you know, in addition, there are things that you can do as you're working on that, you know, big dream, because we don't want to stop doing bigger dreams, but you still, mm-hmm. if you all you're focusing on is that end, you're not paying attention to the little things that you're doing. In between there. You know, I was talking to doing an interview with the former chief of police, and he was saying that, you know, oftentimes law enforcement individuals, they want to save the world, they want to do everything to make the world a better place. And then they start feeling burnout and upset because I haven't really made the world a better place without looking at the impact they have on the individuals in their community Mm. doing what they do, paying attention, and just understanding that even the slightest thing that you do impacts somebody it makes them feel good it makes that child feel better when you've done something for them or that mother who's you know single mother or whatever if you've helped them they now feel better themselves so you, you may try to save the world but without realizing that you're saving a little person you know one person every day mm-hmm. you know then you just Feel like you're frustrated because you're not achieving your goal, but yeah, you are. It takes You know, all it takes is inspiring one person, and that may be the person that changes the world, you know, or invents something that will change the world. So,
2: see, I love, I you know, honey, we're we're always on the same page. I love mm-hmm. that you're saying this because I think, um, again, we, we're so focused on the higher that we don't realize the impact we have on our smaller community, those uh-huh. within our circle can impact others and they right. will impact those in their community and that impacts others. And it just becomes right. a ripple effect, right? It, it right. Exactly. I love that. And, and people, people forget that. So to hear you say that, I mean, to hear that you've had those examples that you yourself have experienced that it's I'm not just talking things guys. Nope. There's proof.
0: That's right. You know, it. <clears throat> so.
2: it's important. And, and, you know, one of the things it sounded like you were saying earlier is, and again, not trying to put words in your mouth is that, you know, by chasing these dreams, by reaching the smaller goals, if you will, there's a sense of confidence that is being grown and instilled within you to uh-huh. continue and maybe even confident enough to chase a dream that may have seemed out of reach before, but now you you're okay with it, yes. um, you know, and is that, is that addictive in a good way, right? <laughs>
0: I would say, yeah. I, mean, I would actually, say, yes. I, no, I've but, had
2: that happen. So I think, is it just me? But
0: yeah, I, no, it is addictive. And that's a good thing. I think, in a good way, it's a good thing. It, it is addictive mm-hmm. because that's what we want. We want rewards. We want to achieve things. Our goal is in life is to, uh, we've, there's, you know, Tony Robbins talks about six key things sir, that everybody has to have. And being significant is one of them. Um, you know, making an impact on others, you know, a better, bigger than you. Uh, is one of them, Uh, you know, but just by doing little things, you feel like you're doing something Mm -hmm. for yourself, for others, whatever. And it does become addictive because that's what addiction is. It's satisfying one of those needs that you have, not necessarily in a bad or a good way. It could be used. a lot of times it's a bad way, Mm -hmm. but it works the same way in a good way when you're starting to achieve a goal you go oh i can do that you know you can do many things and mm-hmm. your impact you see that you're actually impacting other people by what you do that's a good feeling so yeah we like those feelings we like those rewards and yeah you know you have you know if you want to have a goal if you want to achieve a goal and do more of them you have to reward yourself for that um you know and that reward is you know like i said a lot of times it's just you know feeling good about yourself and uh yeah impacting others
2: so it's one of those things and when i talk about a positive addiction of course it's because of things like one when you make your bed right mm-hmm. you've already like tony said you have a win for the day regardless mm-hmm. what else happens you have a win for the day exactly. and you know that's one of the reasons people enjoy keeping to-do lists why mm-hmm. people will put something on a to-do list just to cross it out oh that was exactly. list oh you know hold exactly. up hold up just that check mark just to see yeah. it go great and say hey this is done people who mm-hmm. use apps like to Doist or things to do or things or whatever Wonderlist, all those other apps right the, mm-hmm. the thing that makes them so fun to use is you check the box and it goes away yes it's like a game oh my it goodness. is right
0: yeah yep yeah very much so and, and you know it's we won't get into the negative aspects of that uh, with the social media and likes mm. and things like that, that we do. But, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, it is people want that reward and being able to check that off could be a reward for them.
2: Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's a small thing, but yeah. it's a, it's a thing yeah. nonetheless. Right. Yeah, and here exactly. you are having achieved one big checkbox. You're, you've now adjusted it, right. That's the other thing about dreaming. You adjust it to, slightly get change your, your goal and dream slightly and move on to the next one and you keep going but that's the thing i think people need to realize don't be so focused on the end goal that you miss right. what's happening because as you did it you discovered running
1: right you know,
2: as you do these things you discover something else about you these yeah. are experiences that will help you as you try to figure out what now
0: right and as you're chasing your dreams you're going to have big dreams but even in those big dreams there are small pieces that you have to accomplish to get to those big dreams each one of those is a plus each one of those is a win so think about those because that's really where you need to think about the ultimate is you know the it's the byproduct of doing the little things mm-hmm. so you know the goal is out there but you know if you don't do the things that you need to do to get there um, you know that whether you present them or the universe presents them to you, if you don't take advantage of them, you know, it's all the same. So as you have this big goal, you still have to think about and celebrate the successes of the little ones that are out there. And again, when you do that, you'll, again, something new may come about Mm -hmm. that you didn't realize was there that you wanted to do, you know, and then you just chase another goal, but a different one. You know, my dream is, wasn't to run and wasn't to be able to, you know, Run a ten miles or a half marathon, or do a backflip initially. But I really feel like I can do it now, and I had never done it even when I was a martial artist. I could do front flips, but I was never able to do a standing backflip. Uh, I feel like I can do it now. Uh, I, I want to try it just because I can. But I, so I'm going to actually go to a gym uh, gymnastics place. Say, hey, can I borrow your mat? Yeah. Uh, cause I, I, I think I could, but I don't want to break my neck.
2: <laughs> well, you know, having supervision isn't, uh, a yeah. problem. have that supervision. It's a good thing, but yeah. you know, I, I love what you're saying, Tony. I love that. Um, you know, one, you not only talk the talk, you walk the walk, but that you've huh. also, you know, shared the lessons you've learned from it. And I think that's a lot of things that you guys can take from it. All right. So, you know, want to make sure you're hearing this. So check out the show notes page also, if you missed it or re-listen to this, because, Everything he's saying is is right there about goal setting and about, you know, finding your way as you continue. And Tony, I can't thank you enough for coming back to share your story. We are so proud of the progress you've made, man. So thank you
0: so much, Jamie. I really appreciate you having me back. It's uh, following your journey all all this time as well. And you're doing amazing as well. So thank you.
2: Thank you. Before I let you go, one thing, just like last Uh time, what is one thing you would tell these dream chasers to do today in chasing their dream?
0: Set that goal, write it down and uh, follow what you're wanting to do. Don't let anybody stop you or tell you. Otherwise, you're the one who makes the decisions and your choice of your decision is what's going to rule your life. So uh, write your goal down and go for it.
2: There you have it, guys. You heard Tony. Go out and do it. Thanks, Tony, again.
0: Thank you, Amy. I appreciate it. And Go chase your dreams.
2: And there you have it, guys. That is Tony Woodall. Was I lying? He's amazing. He is doing amazing things at chasing his dreams. And I hope you guys are inspired to do the same. Tony is not an exception to the rule. He is killing it by following the rules. If you guys just take a little bit of time, 30 minutes, day in, day out, you too can achieve your goals and dreams. And remember, it's about the journey, not just the end goal. All right. So if you guys want to learn more about Tony and find any of the links we mentioned, you can do so on the show notes page. And I'll talk more about the show notes page in a second because I want to remind you, if you'd like to donate, because we are close to the 200th episode, which is also the deadline for when we are trying to raise our our funds uh, for the show to keep it going for another 12 months, you can do so on the donation page, which is linked on the show notes page. That's also amyj21.com slash donation. And the final thing I want to share is something new, something exciting, something we are doing to raise funds also for the show If you don't want to do a donation, but you want to buy a t-shirt, hey, now's your chance. The first line in the Chasing Dreams merch is out. And it is two shirts. My first time doing this, so hopefully you guys will enjoy it. I really love them. I've gotten great reaction from them. First one is Embrace Your Fears t-shirt. And the second is a Kerala Strong t-shirt. I am from the state of Kerala in India, and I made this logo during... The Carol of flooding. And so we put it on a t-shirt. We're selling both of them. Funds go to the upkeep and maintenance and motivation to inspire, empower, and educate you guys to chase your dreams and keep the fu- the podcast going. So please check it out. You can the links are on the show notes page. That one is also for the merch. Amyj21.com slash store. Um, you can also fi- find it at amyj21.com slash merch. But They're all in the show notes page. So to learn about Tony, to learn to to donate if you want to, or if you just want to buy some merch, because we are taking pre-orders until the 15th, after the 15th pre-orders close, we're going to get the short shirts in and we'll mail them out so you can have them in time for the 200th. Go to the show notes page at amyj21.com slash episode 195. That's episode 195. All right, Dream Chasers, that's enough. Let you guys go. And remember, until next time, keep chasing.
1: Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at ChasingDreamsHQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at chasingdreamshq.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing.